Cat Disgusted is a show about veterinary nursing. It is not a show about how to cure your sick pet. If your animal is sick, take it to the vet. Don't be a crazy person and use a podcast to cure your puking cat, dog, chinchilla, etc., etc. I think they would tell you the same thing. If they could. Which they can't. Which makes it hard. You know what's up. Take them to the vet. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the best of times and the worst of times in veterinary nursing. What the hell are we doing? Well, it's Chihuahua snapping feral cats flailing all while working with the baddest bitches in the business. I'm your host, Nicole Dickerson, RBT, and this is how our week went. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first real episode of Cat Disgusted. I thought uh, a good kickoff would be to deal with uh, something that I see almost every day of my working life, and that would be toxicities. Oh my god, there are so many ways for your dog or cat to get poisoned. Like seriously, so many. Um, so we're, we're only going to talk about a couple cases that were, that were particularly entertaining. Um, so there's a couple things that, that dogs routinely come in for uh, that, that, are, that are toxic to them. Like, and, and routinely meaning like, I mean... You know, I hate to say like once a day, at least once a week. Uh, so the couple things that I'm thinking of, um, one is chocolate. Um, chocolate contains an ingredient that dogs really can't digest very well called theobromine. And it acts like uh, it acts like caffeine in their bodies. So it's a heart stimulant. Uh, it's a blood vessel dilator. Uh, so they can they can have depending on how dark the chocolate is, because the darker the chocolate is, the more theobromine it contains. So like if we if we see a dog that ate say like you know a couple Hershey's Kisses, meh, it's probably okay. Uh, it's a lot of milk chocolate, so it's a lot of stuff other than actual cacao that's in there. Uh, but if you see say a Chihuahua that ate a block of Baker's chocolate, like the unsweetened, unprocessed stuff, that's super super bad. Um, they could even have seizures, heart arrhythmias. Um, a lot of the times the owners will be like, he ate all this chocolate and he's running around the house and really restless. He's like, Meh. so, um, it can be real bad. Uh, but inevitably what we have to do, if we know that, uh, that a dog has, has eaten chocolate, then we have to make them barf because if it's been recent, then you get the toxin out of their body, then, uh, has less effects because their body has less time to process it. So one of my particular favorites uh, is when they eat baked goods because inevitably, you know, people will, they'll make like brownies, they'll make chocolate chip cookies, uh, especially during the holidays. This is a big thing. Uh, and you'll leave them out on the counter to cool. So like, you know, you're, you're in your holiday spirit, like <laughs> you make your brownies and put them on the counter and the house smells so delicious. The house smells so delicious that, you know, 
the fluffy the labrador the labradoodle inevitably uh thinks those would be pretty damn tasty himself and so doggy jumps on the counter knocks over the brownies he's the entire pan of brownies well, th- this one, one I can remember in particular, my favorite uh, baked good vomit was a pug, actually. It was this black pug, and he was brought into the emergency clinic because he had eaten an entire pan of brownies. Double chocolate. Um, this is a pug, so, you know, he weighs, you know, 20 pounds, I think, probably. And, you know, the chocolate toxicity is based on weight. You know, like a really big dog that eats a Hershey's Kiss isn't nearly as bad as, like, you know, say, like a little tiny chihuahua that, that eats maybe a Hershey's Kiss. Uh, although we already talked about that not being that bad. But even so. Uh, so this pug had the pan clean like licked not a crumb gone so he comes in and it's a young dog like oh hey dude how's it going how's it going how's it going you're like pugs in the clinic are always like oh hey what's this what's going on here oh you got needles oh needles are crazy i don't know i don't know about needles so not necessarily mean but not necessarily compliant <laughs> so it, this this guy's bouncing off the walls and probably you know hit that's his normal but like you know it could have probably been the fact that he had eaten like a bazillion kajillion pounds of sugar in addition to his uh brownies and chocolate so uh we made him barf uh we gave him a drug called apomorphine which which we you give intravenously so someone's got to hold this pug that's like you know and 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 then hold a leg out and uh someone else has to get a you know with a very sharp needle hit him in the vein and give him this injection which luckily is usually a very small volume uh, of this drug called apomorphine and, and how I refer to apomorphine is like, you know how morphine makes you feel like you want to barf. Well, apomorphine is like the morphine, but with all the fun sucked out of it. So it just leaves you with the barf part. <laughs> so it happens pretty quick. Uh, you got to have a, you know, usually we like to have a garbage bag ready. Uh, my favorite technique that I learned like very early on in emergency medicine was to take a garbage bag and tear a, uh, a hole in kind of the top of it. And then you put the hole over the dog's head. So they're kind of like, you know, those crab bibs that you wear at like, you know, like Joe's Crab Shack with like, it's got the, sometimes it's got the trough that's under, underneath. I guess it's more like the baby bibs that has like the trough underneath. It works kind of like that. It's like you got this big plastic garbage bag and you just kind of hold it out and doggy just puts it right in the bag and then you can look through it afterwards because that's what we love to do. Uh, so this pug, so of course he comes in, his tail's going, he's like, hey, how's it going? and we give him the drug and it doesn't change a thing. Like usually it happens, like I, I feel like usually they get that drug, they kind of get this look in their eye and they start licking their lips like, ooh. Oh, because, you know, there's this rule of thumb, like 20 seconds from vein to brain. So it's it's pretty quick that they start feeling a little bit weird. Um, so <laughs> this poor pug, he, no change. It's like drug goes in. We can, you know, you have to put a little bandage where you gave the injection so their vein doesn't, you know, bleed under their skin and leave a bruise or anything. So we do that. And we just put the bag over his head. And we just watch him. And he's like, <laughs> like, no change. And then we're like, did he get And we're just about to think like, oh, God, did we not get it in the... He projectile, like, I mean... It was like, like, you know, like in Stand By Me where it's like the, this, the, the vomit scene where he like turns to the side and it's like, like it was, it was like that. And it was liquid chocolatey goodness that just came firing out of this little round black pug head. And it was like, I mean, so high volume, high 
projectile. I think it made it in the bag. I think, I think, I think it did, but, uh, it was more the 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 sudden the, the suddenness of it. Like there was there was no wind up to that, and then immediately after it was it went it was gone just as soon as it came up. Like we were like whoa and it's like whoa, and then and then like right back to his like crazy place. Like there was there's no like dip in the energy at all. And a lot of times, you know, apomorphine it, it does still have some properties of the 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 morphine in there, so it, it does sedate him a little bit. Uh not this guy. He was like still like <laughs> and uh I think in that case, I I feel like that was the, you know, we made him barf it all up. It was like such, I mean, obviously that whole pan of brownies totally liquefied back into the its batter state. Um, I don't think we kept him in the hospital. I think he went home. I think we may have recommended keeping him in the hospital, like we often do, uh, when they've ingested that much crap. Um, but I think he got some subcute fluids and an anti-emetic injection and went home. If memory serves. I feel like I'd remember him staying in the hospital. Um, so that was one of my favorite uh, baked baked good chocolate barf stories. Uh, there was a good Halloween one. Uh, we had a, uh, this isn't the job that I'm in now, we had a, a yellow labrador retriever that ate the candy bowl so he uh he was um alone for you know everyone's trick-or-treating and everyone's like yeah kitties and ding dong oh happy halloween blah blah and then it was kind of the end of the night because you know i worked i usually work till about 1 a.m in the morning and so it was it was fairly late at night this dog came in because all the trick-or-treaters had come and gone but they still had candy in the bowl and so he took it upon himself to to go ahead and clean out that bowl so he came in and he's a big dog and he'd eaten like, you know, a mixed bag of like Butterfingers and Snickers and that kind of thing. So not necessarily like a toxic dose for him, but all the wrappers were gone. Like there was nothing in that bowl. And it was just all these, you know, they're all individually wrapped candies. So like the owner was like, dude, he like, it's gone. Like he ate like bags of candy. So, uh, so we made him barf. Uh, same thing. Intravenous. He, he's a, he was also a very happy dog, very satisfied with his work, you know, wagging his tail. And, um, he, he was very good. He stayed still for his injection and he, he, his was much more of a standard wind up, you know, he's kind of like, Whoa. and they start to get that little smile and lick and then he went, but when he barfed, First of all, there was a lot of dinner in there because they'd fed him, so uh, fed him beforehand, and so there was all this kibble, and then mixed in this kibble was all this freaking candy. I mean, like a, a lot, and it was some of it was out of the wrappers, like there was some chocolate going on in there, but seriously, it was like the the candy in the wrappers, just a little soft, a little bit more moist. <laughs> so we had to like, so okay, and this and this is such this is such a vet tech moment. We had to go through that barf and like organize the barf the actual barf from the candy in the wrappers to make sure that it was the whole thing because if it wasn't the whole thing then the doctor was going to give him another dose of uh, of the of the emetic so that he would barf more of it up and if we showed it to the owner then we could be like hey is this it you know like they knew how much was in the bowl to begin with so we did that so we separated all the candy from the barf so then you have like these two piles one is like barf barf and one is like candy barf and sure enough, man, those those wrappers, they were like still sealed up. I was like, shoot, we should just wash this off and put it up front. Happy Halloween, clients. Hey, welcome to the ER. Have some warm, moist candy has been stored in the belly of a dog. It's delicious. Uh, so that dog went home. He, he did great. He, he was fine. He, we didn't have to make him barf again. All the candy came up the first time. Uh, happy Halloween.
another thing that uh, that dogs can eat is weed. And I don't mean weed like it. Well, they can eat weeds in your backyard, but I mean like the chronic. Oh, yes. Doggies and the chronic. One, two. Oh, yes. I am sure how you could see how this could generate some some good stories in our world. Well, I feel like the the, the best. Uh, so, OK, so we're obviously we're going very briefly into into why these these drugs are uh, are toxic to 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 dogs. Um, I feel like, you know, the the marijuana one it's it's not as hard to understand as something like the the specifics of what the ingredients of you know light chocolate milk chocolate versus dark chocolate um i'm sure as many of you know uh marijuana can make you feel pretty pretty stoned pretty high out there so imagine if you're like a small little dog so like you know you can imagine like that what remember that one bong hit you took in college the one that almost made you puke that was like you were good you were good for like eight hours after that one. So imagine if like you were the size of say a Shih Tzu, which is, you know, a little tiny, you know, what, nine pound dog, something. And you uh, found your owner's, you know, little sack on the floor and you ate it, like the whole thing, how that could present a problem. You know, nine pound animal eating an entire sack of weed. So, depend and it it varies as far as the effect. Just like people, uh, with with how severe the effects are. The things that we worry about a lot are like you know if if, if a dog is so high that it's going to be like comatose, which totally happens. Um, then we worry about them uh, if they vomit, then they're not going to be able to swallow properly. So then they're going to they could either choke on it or they more classically are going to aspirate vomit into their lungs and then they get a real bad pneumonia. Um, so that's Usually, it's usually like the like the effects of being so stoned that you're comatose that we mainly worry about. But these guys are amazing. Like I'm, I'm, I love the weed dogs because you can give them some IV fluids, give them some time, and they pop right back out. I mean, it's 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 kind of amazing. So you know, there's 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 worse things that you know you could bring your bring your dog into the vet for for eating. You know. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about those. Uh, but you know, it can be a really serious toxicity. It's not one to take lightly because they can have some real problems if they're, you know, in a comatose state, as you can imagine. So, uh, the, the last, the, the one that I can remember that was the most entertaining of late, uh, was a beagle. It was, I think the dog was maybe like 10 or 12 years old. It was not a young dog, which is also not great. Uh, so, th th uh, one of my good friends is what we call the, uh, client intake coordinator. And so she will often be in charge of getting all the animals into, uh, the nurse's area to get their initial vital signs, like their heart rate, temperature, uh, respiratory rate, their weight, kind of get an initial history from the owner as far as what went on. Well, this beagle came on in, uh, he was accompanied by a couple different people and they had brought with them the packaging from an edible... Uh, an edible treat, edible, I think, I think it was a cookie or something like a bar, like an energy bar type thing, which is funny, uh, that came from a dispensary, like from a medical dispensary. I think somewhere in Oakland or something is what the address was. So they brought the dog in. They're like, yeah, we found, uh, he was in the backyard and, um, 
this rapper was next to him. It must have blown over the fence. And he was licking just the inside of the empty wrapper. Okay, so it's a good story. Sure, rappers blow around. Sure. This rapper, so okay, I should tell you about the dog first. So this this beagle, this poor, this poor beagle, it was, okay, so if you've seen the movie Weekend at Bernie's, remember the look on Bernie's face, like throughout the whole, like after he's dead? throughout the whole movie that's kind of what these guys look like (laughs) Like they're just kind of and this beagle was that i mean poor guy he was like falling over like his head will get all to the side and there's a couple things that you see in these dogs that i mean you you kind of get really good at recognizing it like i remember when i first started working in emergency i was working with a lot of other technicians who had a lot of other a lot of experience and you know they would see these dogs come in kind of listen to the side they'd be really sensitive to light and noise what was that you know like that kind of thing and they they urinate on themselves like they just kind of pee at the drop of a hat and they'd be like "Mm, weed really yep that's what that is did the owner say? And then you go out there and you look at the owner and they look like they're freaking walked out of the woods of Humboldt County. And you're like, Oh, so this dog had those signs like totally. I mean, we knew right away and you know, licking the inside of the wrapper. Uh, I don't know, like maybe, but so then we look at this wrapper. Okay. It was this foil, like envelope thing and on the outside of it in huge red letters it says extreme caution for experienced users only super strength we're like oh so this dog had obviously gotten into some special thing that and you know whether that blew over the fence and landed next to the dog I don't know about that I I don't know but you know we're so often we are we have to tell people we're like we're not cops like we're not going to get you in trouble you can tell us what happened just tell us how much weed your dog ate like we can help them Um, this beagle ended up staying in the hospital for uh, I want to say like maybe 24 hours And he actually is one of those cases where it's just amazing. Like he's in the cage, like literally face planted, like just like the, just like, you know, he's got his face just buried in the towels, you know, like a lump. And then within a couple hours of him getting his IV fluids, the head starts to come up and he's looking around and then his tail starts to go and he's like, Hey, and he's a beagle. So he starts talking. He's like, I mean, he had a lot to say. It was like he was all, you guys, what what happened, dude? What what happened? Where where am I? Like, what the hell? What was that crazy? I was in the backyard and all of a sudden I was pissing on myself. What? Who are you people? So I feel like that dog is a good example of one that did really, really well. But he totally had to stay in the hospital, though. But because of the use extreme caution or experienced users only. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that before or since. Well, guys, we're at the end of our time here. You know, I'm, I I feel like, you know, after doing this episode, I feel like there's there's got to be a toxicities part two because there's there's so there's so many that uh, that I could talk about on here. I mean, we didn't even get into like prescription drugs or uh, or the or the real the Breaking Bad 
drugs that uh, these guys can get into. So there'll definitely be a Toxicities Part 2. Um, I'm trying to keep these podcasts like around 20 minutes or so, so I don't bore you all to death. But uh, we'll we'll leave the other ones for another time. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I don't have a, a, a website or a, an email address or um, any of those things. But hopefully I will soon. Uh, So in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. And like I tell all my friends with their animals, don't come see me at work. Good night, everybody.